Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. And I am Michael. And happy October. It is time for the spooky season to begin. Spook times. Yeah, I'm very excited. (laughs) You know, I've mentioned this a million times. The holidays are my favorite. And now we're finally into it. I've been so excited. I just got back from Nashville where it was almost 90 degrees. And I have already made the switch in my head to like... (laughs) Sweater weather, you know, mm-hmm. pumpkin spice lattes, apple pie, and cider donuts. Cider donuts, and th- that was not where I <laughs> needed to be. It's not where I wanted to be. I'm no. so much happier now being upstate New York, where it's cool. the The leaves still really haven't done a whole lot, but they're kind of hinting at changing. I'm I'm kind of surprised mm-hmm. that not much has happened around here still. But they're uh, just I'm, I'm they're just happy. hitting peak. They're just hitting peak right smack dab in the middle of the Adirondacks. Yeah, like I'm which one for those of you who top. don't know, upstate New York is actually quite large, and there's basically a huge area called the Adirondack Mountains. So yeah, d- didn't you have family that just <laughs> visited that was like, oh, there's this is actually a big state. Yeah, yeah. So my cousins came to visit from Southern Illinois, and I mean, anybody outside of like the Northeast thinks New York state is new york city so realizing that it's basically new york city is maybe one-tenth the size of actual new york state <laughs> yeah. and how big new york state is like yeah we had no idea there was so much stuff up here <laughs> so it's yeah. funny that's yeah. anytime somebody says oh where are you from uh, i'm upstate new york because it's yeah you have uh, to say if you upstate. just say new york they assume you're <laughs> And yeah. if you say upstate New York to anybody in New York City, they think just the Hudson Valley, which is like two hours away from the city. But yeah. there's about, you know, New York State top to there's bottom is probably about a six to seven hour drive, I would say. Yeah. Easily. Total. Yeah. It's, it's pretty big, guys. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, now that we have the geography out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's finally changing. And yeah. welcome to October. So excited. But that, mm-hmm. let's get into the actual reason we're here, and that is Nintendo news. And we have a fan a, that claims, a Nintendo fan that is claiming they have reached Nintendo Switch's maximum hour count. The first time this counter was reached was back in 2011 when someone hit the total for Zelda Breath of the Wild. Now, Dave Boy 2000. 2011? You mean 2019? 2019. Yes, I can't read <laughs> uh, numbers. Apparently, this person was okay. so good they did it years they before beat the Switch. Of the even, Wild years before it came out. Yeah, they beat it before it, they had they had a, a a tester version and beat it. I should anyway. just let you go with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, Dave Boy 2000 claims to have reached the Switch's maximum player count again with Animal Crossing New Horizons, which if you're wondering what is that maximum number, it is 9,999 hours, which I don't know how anybody could do this with Animal Crossing or any game for that matter. But if you are wondering, so what would it take to hit 9,999? This... so. Uh, Animal Crossing came out 560 days ago. So that means they had to have been playing and had to be running 18 hours a day in order to hit that number. 18 hours a day since it came out every day. How is that even possible? How how you had to have been trying to hit the number? Because there's no way you could play that game for that long. It had to be all idle or at least the majority of the time, it had to be just sitting there on and just ticking away time. What do you even do 
for that many hours in Animal Crossing. I mean, I could have said, you know, <laughs> you'd run out of that stuff to do. Oh, there's no, that's what I'm saying. This person was just trying, if like, they actually did this, they were yeah. just trying to hit the number just for the sake. Like that was the game they were Probably, playing. Probably, yeah. Not Animal or Crossing. they're like, or they're like a streamer, YouTuber, and they do all of those tutorials and stuff. Like I can understand that, but yeah, yeah, other, yeah. otherwise it would have to take a very special kind of person to hit that. I mean, there's that game. <laughs> I, I can, I, you know, I'm I'm amazed. That I know that a lot of people have organically hit a thousand hours in playing Animal Crossing. They're, they're that's not uncommon, even though it's a lot. Mm-hmm. But people have done it, and that's just them grinding on their islands and doing their thing. Nine, mm-hmm. almost ten thousand hours, though. There's not that much content in that game. So the, I, I would have to say seventy five percent of this was idle. There's no way you could mm-hmm. you could be busy that long. Yeah, I don't know. Who, who knows? But who knows? I guess, Only Dave Boy 2000 knows. Yeah. Like I said, I think the game he was playing was just to, to see if he could do it, right? That, like, that Probably, was the point. yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Well, it seems that, you know, the, the next Super Smash Brothers video that's coming out is going to be October 5th. So the day before the podcast is released. So happy <laughs> Super Smash Brothers final video, I guess, day. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems that, you know, with that chapter coming to a close, it seems Sakurai is actually finally able to take a break from Smash Brothers development. And it seems that he's playing his PS5. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, I mean, if you, I, I mean, I don't blame him. He's probably sick of the Switch at this point. I never want to see this thing again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's led to a lot of speculation. But anyway, so he basically tweeted that he uh, tweeted an image of his new wireless controller saying that he he's upgraded to two terabytes solid state drive after a recent firmware update for the system. And of course, everybody's reading into this because the Internet, uh, a lot of fans are thinking that PlayStation is now somehow involved in the next fighter. So maybe we got Crash Bandicoot. I don't know. <laughs> we can't predict the future, but it just seems so funny how people read into things and like blow them so out of proportion. Well, but. I think this was this was clearly done to 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 do that though. I mean, you're not gonna because it, it it is either a great hint or it's mm-hmm. meant to throw people off on purpose because the, he knows how the internet is gonna react. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah. You know, but. he knows that that's what people are gonna do. So he's either trolling. Or he is giving a hint, but I guess time will tell. We'll see. By the time this is out, yeah. I guess uh, people will know, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm, boy. Only time will tell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of things that are coming out and that we are so excited for, Metroid Dread, I cannot wait. It's one week away. And they have released the Metroid Dread Report Volume 9, which is outlining, uh, I guess, some controls and some tips and some like things that are people can expect, especially if you are a newcomer to the series. So this one breaks down the idea of the story. It does kind of reinforce and and confirm the fact that they're going to have a update, or not an update, I guess, but a recap of the Metroid storyline. In the very beginning, the dev said that the story is introduced at the start of the game. So you've got nothing to worry about catching up on before starting, even if you've never touched a single game in the series. Animated 
Yeah, that's fantastic. Animated mm-hmm. illustrations of key moments are used to help bring you up to speed. Players of previous games may also enjoy seeing these moments come to life in a new way. So I think that's great, especially like yeah. we've discussed. It's very difficult to play through all of these because you can't really get your hands on everything unless you have a Wii, a Wii U, and you have your Switch, and you have you know a Game Boy Advance, like or I guess you could download some of them on your on your DS too. But um, unless you have multiple consoles, it's very difficult to play through all of these. So I think that. It, it puts me at ease knowing that they're going to have a bit of a recap because I have been trying to go mm-hmm. back and play through a bunch of them to kind of get up to speed, but it just isn't going to happen before the next week. So I'm happy to see this. Uh, on top of that, they did go, kind of cover some of the controls, some of the basic ideas. It does seem like the c- controls are going to be very similar to Samus Returns. So if you've played that, you would be familiar with it. But trailers have shown that Dread is going to add a dash melee, which is cool, and a slide. So you're going to get some additional controls in here. At least that's what it seems like from the trailers. And then it did mm-hmm. go through the navigation for this. Anything, Any game like this, any Metroid game, Metroidvania, the navigation and the map and sort of the, the progression through the game is, I think, important. Some of those earlier games were were harsh they were very difficult you just never knew where Mm. you were hollow knight is Mm -hmm. great but sometimes it's the same thing it's like i don't know where i'm going next what i'm supposed to do but they Mm -hmm. went over some of the navigation and then what we can expect in that it seems like the map is pretty thorough like it'll tell you uh resident evil style you know hey this area could still be explored a little bit further because you don't have everything here which i really liked in i like that that recent resident evil because you know it was red and then if you got it it was blue and that just Mm -hmm. meant like somebody like me that that's what completionists love that stuff Yeah, that's what triggers (laughs) that sense of like oh i need to go back in there and get that to be blue um, mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that's very similar. It seems like that's what they're showing. So I'm excited for that. And then they talked about an update uh, of the Atom AI, which is going to have similar mechanics to Fusion, where you're going to have to n- access the network station and that's going to be able to network and update the maps and all that kind of stuff. So it seems like this is going to be fantastic. A lot of people discussed, you know, with Metroid coming out. You know, Hollow Knight and all those other games have really raised the bar on Metroidvanias. So how is Metroid itself going to compete and actually stand out? Is it going to be as good as some of the the games that followed it? And it seems like they've taken a lot of those and said, okay, you know, Metroidvanias have really progressed. We need to make sure this game is is up there with the rest. And uh, mm-hmm. it's looking like they they're going to do that. And I'm excited for this even more than I already was. I cannot wait. <laughs> I think it, it's nice to see that they're bringing in more modern like stuff that people are used to having in games into the newest, the newest edition. Yeah, absolutely. You got yeah. to. You got. You have to do mm-hmm. that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's been officially announced. According to an, a Nintendo press release this past week, there will be a new area added to the Super Nintendo world. It is going to be Donkey Kong, all nice. themed Donkey Kong. You're going to be able to walk through lush jungles and see where Donkey Kong and his friends live. There's going to be a roller coaster, interactive experiences, and lots of themed merchandise and food. Uh, something I find pretty interesting is the new area is going to increase this Super Nintendo world in size by about 70%. So nearly double in size. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So, and it's also set to open in 2024. Mm. So, uh, you know, right around the corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But 
That's exciting. Yeah, it's good, good mean, to know what to expect. And, and, you know, it's good to see that they do plan to expand it, which is good. Yeah, that's very, very cool. Yeah. I wonder if that means other uh, Super Nintendo worlds will be seeing this expansion. I'm I'm waiting for the Metroid section. <laughs> I'm waiting for the Zelda section. <laughs> but the, the Zelda, yeah, that's a good one too. Okay, so yeah, let's say they do yeah. a Zelda section, or and and you got to have a Metroid section. I'm waiting for a Metroid section where you get to be like a Metroid Prime, and you're doing some sort of VR shooting gallery thing, whether it's a ride on mm. rails, and you're actually got the instead of a gun, you're put. You, everybody gets to put the arm blaster on, and you got to go through, and you can put like a VR mask down and do some Disney like stuff. You know, because Disney's got Ooh, rides yeah. like that too, and yeah. I would imagine Universal's looking at that. You know, Disney had it with uh, like a Buzz Lightyear shooter game, and I think they did it with a uh, Men in Black years and years ago. <laughs> so I could see yeah. a Metroid game would be amazing for something like that. You could have little Metroids all over the place. Oh yeah, you could have all kinds of stuff. I mean, it would <laughs> be so it would fun. be an awesome game, and then you could all you know, just like just like the other ones where if you're competing with people in the cart with you or however they ended up doing it, I just think there's so much potential with all of the IPs that Nintendo has that you know it. Like we said, it's Super Nintendo World. It's not just Mario, mm-hmm. which it is right now, and they're sticking with a lot of Mario themed stuff. But don't forget, you got a lot of other IPs out there that they could be picking from. I mean, you've got F Zero. Well, you could have a, a kart racing somewhere, like like go karts type thing. You've mm-hmm. got Mario Kart, which would be fit right in with what they've already got, where you can have a kart racing type course. I mean, there's well, so have, much. They have that that Mario Kart roller coaster right well, now. I mean, like an actual right? kart. Like it, I think that's. Oh, I mean, okay. That's that's more like a uh, like a ride. I'm saying like if they did enough mm-hmm. racing where you're actually racing people, you know, that yeah. would be very very cool. So I don't know. There's a lot there. It's exciting oh. to see that it's doing well enough to expand. Another really good IP would be Animal Crossing, only because you could actually have a scavenger hunt where people have to find bugs and stuff, and they could have a replica of the museum with all the bugs in there and all the fish in there. Obviously, you can't do the art section, but you could have a cafe in there. Based on well, what's coming. Well, okay. What if you didn't even? Okay. Yeah. I, I like that. What if you're yeah, not collecting yeah. it though? What if you just go to a, an aquarium? Like they just have an animal crossing. No, that's what I mean. No, aquarium. no, that's yeah. what I mean. And so I mean, they could have a replica of the museum right now. They have all the stuff in there, but you could also make an interactive experience where, you know, as you're walking around the park, maybe you see a certain kind of bug and you can have a little booklet and you can log it. And at the end, if you get all of the things that are required in the book, yeah, if you spot them something. all. Yeah, or like it could be um, integrated into the little watches that they have. So you can like mm, take a photo yeah. of the bug you find and be like, look, I found this butterfly and, and mm-hmm. you know, we can log it now and and collect it all and stuff yeah. like that. I like yeah, it. I think that would be really neat. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. a lot of potential. So I think even though <laughs> I, I don't know what this is going to in, entail, like the Donkey Kong thing, I'm. I mean, yeah. it sounds like it would be interesting to walk through, but I, what's the Banana interactivity of it? Yeah, right. Yeah. What's the interactivity? <laughs> you know, I know the roller coaster, but I guess that's kind of what else could there be? I mean, you're not going to have somebody rolling, yeah. you know, barrels down on you while you're trying to jump around. I, I don't know what they're going to do, but I'm excited to see. And, I, and I'm really excited for the next, like, where does this park go? Yeah. I mean, we'll obviously be keeping an eye on it, but Mm -hmm. we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So that brings us to our top 10 bestsellers this week. In first place, we have Diablo 2 Resurrected. Second, Castlevania Advanced Collection. Third, Metroid Dread. Obviously, the (laughs) pre-order. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fourth, the Castlevania Anniversary Edition. In five, we have Hades. Sixth is Minecraft. Seventh, Undertale. Eighth, Eastward. Ninth, WarioWare Get It Together. And 10th, Among Us. And then for their new games that made it into the top 30, we have in 15th, ActRaiser Renaissance. Nice. That's the one I was talking about, uh, I think, last, last week. It was it was mm-hmm. shown in the uh, in the most recent Direct. Yeah. Uh, and it seems like it's doing really well. People, like I said, the, the reaction was a lot of excitement initially. I think nearly all of the... So in the, the Direct, they had that collections section. Yeah. And almost everything I think that they mentioned in the collection, so ActRaiser, Castlevania, Diablo, all those types of things are all in the top 10 or top 30. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, people love those, which is great. Now let's get to new releases we're into this week. Maybe we'll see some of these popping up into the top 10. And I think one of them will, and that's the one I checked right off the bat, and that's October 5th. We're getting Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. Uh, and that's $40. Now, I've never played any Super Monkey Ball games, and I've always heard good things about them, at least the first one and maybe some of the others. The ultimate Super Monkey Ball experience actually has more than 300 stages, which I don't think I would ever be able to complete all that's 300 of them. That's a yeah. lot of stages. <laughs> and they're pulled from Super Monkey Ball, Super Monkey Ball 2, Super Monkey Ball Deluxe. Then in addition to those 300, if that was not enough, you get 12 fun mini games, which will be including Monkey Ball Racing, Monkey Soccer, Monkey Bowling, Monkey Baseball, probably a bunch of other monkey sports. Uh, so you have plenty of monkey around that you can do in this game oh um, you took my joke i was gonna say I'll something beat you like to that it. <laughs> beat you to it. Uh, in addition to that something that i always love is that they have online leaderboards so if you and a friend get super monkey ball or anybody i guess gets super monkey ball you can compete for that top of the leaderboard which i think is very fun to do and i don't know if this was always a thing but you can now customize your character and super monkey ball to make it your own which i assume is because they're going to have online stuff so you kind of stand out among the crowd and i like anything where you can you know customize it i think that's cool now mm-hmm. in addition to the regular super monkey ball mania you can get super monkey ball Banana Mania Digital Deluxe Edition. There's a lot of a lot of monkey and ball and bananas in a all lot of, of monkey there. balls. A lot of monkey balls. Lock a, mon- a lot of monkey balls. <laughs> so if you get the deluxe <laughs> edition, you get not only the game, but you get four day early access, which doesn't do us any good now once this podcast is out because that is already we're you know three days into this four day early access on the time of recording this. But in addition to that. You get classic character pack, a golden banana mode, <laughs> and Sega Legends pack, classic soundtrack, and customization pack. So you get a bunch of other things in there, which I think is very, very cool. Uh, I would probably personally just go for the, the I guess, original Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania for $40 as opposed to the $50 Deluxe Edition. But if you are a super fan, then there you have it. You've got some options. I Like I said, I've heard great things about this game. Um, so I, I put it on the wish list. I might check this one out. If you like monkey balls, this is this is your week. And bananas. <laughs> and bananas. <Yeah. laughs> and bananas. Only one that I have checked this week, and I only checked it because it seemed somewhat interesting. I didn't, I wasn't super into really any game this week, to be honest, but I thought this one looked promising uh it's coming out october 7th it's called no longer home it's on sale for 12 dollars right now 
you're basically following a story about two graduates um, and one of them basically has to leave the country and it's them kind of struggling with this new adventure of just getting out of college and figuring things out. Um, so Bo and I'm going to guess it, it, the name is A.O. 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 <laughs> Bo and A.O. are graduating university and preparing to leave the flat they've lived in for over or for a year. Thanks to visa limitations, Ao is forced to return to Japan, leaving mm. Bo in England, disillusioned by post-educational life and shoved aside by a government who doesn't want them there. Both are trying to come to terms with their uncertain futures. Wander through an intimate flat and examine the everyday belongings of Bo and Ao. Have barbecues, play video games, stay up late just talking in bed, follow day-to-day activities and conversations. Uh, so it seems like a pretty low-key game. The kind of stuff I like does seem very narrative driven mm-hmm. um not really sure what makes this i mean not games don't necessarily all have to be challenging in any way but i'm curious to see how this makes it a game of any yeah. kind yeah i'm what sure there's exactly probably going on yeah what's what's the struggle and how are you dealing with it because mm-hmm. now i mean can just to play barbies play video games am i just basically walking through a story or is there some kind of decision making happening here that was unclear to me but I thought the story in itself may resonate with people. Um, my sister is kind of going through this whole post-educational thing, and and I thought she may find it interesting. But it just seems like a one of those kind of uh, uh, heartwarming stories. Yeah. And it may yeah. just be that. Like you said, it could yeah, just be an interactive yeah. story. That might be all this is. And that and that's fine. I don't sure. have anything wrong with that. I just wish they would explain that a little bit more because it was that's it was just unclear to me is all. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I I did see in the thumbnails and from the trailers, there's the, like things you can click on, and that kind of fleshes out mm-hmm. the story. They like you said, they're alluding to some sort of mystery or something else that's there. Yeah, um, yeah. But is there is there combat? Too. Is there like what else is there? It seems kind of like it's a puzzle game in a way. Yeah, uh, I was thinking because the same it does thing. have these have the it has these three D kind of isometric areas where it's basically just the flat but it's very detailed and you can look at a lot of objects and there's like commentary on almost every object in the room so it's you're kind of building the story through the objects and learning about these two characters that way there's also a new roommate that comes in at some point that has a lot of eyes i don't know Hmm. (laughs) they just mentioned it very quickly so i'm like okay what's up with that just it it piqued my curiosity yeah no nice uh, so that was it. I mean, we didn't have a whole lot checked this week. And I think, you know, no. in large part, it, we've got some big games coming out soon. Like I said, Dreads mm-hmm. coming up. There's a, there's a lot coming out. Yeah. So I think those were definitely the highlights from the week. There was, there was a lot coming out, but those were the highlights for sure. Now that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show. What we're playing. What have you been playing, Christina? Surprisingly, quite a few things. Mm-hmm. Um, First of all, I finished the Voice of Cards demo. It's great. I want the game. It looks wonderful and it's funny. Yeah, um, yeah. That, that's mostly we spent so much time talking about it last week, so I don't think we need to explain it all again. But it no. looks great. Yeah, yeah. That's mostly great. the game I've been playing is just uh, telling people about that game. Like that's what I did a lot <laughs> this week because it was yeah. funny. I would go on different, you know, if I was on Nintendo Life or on our Discord, people were chatting about it, and it was just like, yeah, this is a great one. Check this yeah, out for this sure. Play the demo for mm-hmm. sure. Absolutely, play the demo one hundred percent. And then after that, I just wanted to pick up a quick game, something I thought would be a little low commitment compared to Skyrim. Mm-hmm. So a long time ago, I talked about Type Story. 
Um, it was the game that was very narrative driven and as you you kind of create the story as you go. Um, did not know that this game almost requires you to have a keyboard. Oh, okay. So when I started the game, it was like, oh, you, you know, for the best experience, use a keyboard. You can just, they even say you can pr- um, plug in a USB keyboard to your dock. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's great. I don't have a USB keyboard. <laughs> I just have a Bluetooth keyboard and no, it's wireless. You, so you do, you do, you can use it. I've used I can? it. Well, think oh. about how you have to charge your keyboard. It's a USB oh cord. You're right. So oh, you just plug that into the switch dock. Even still, I hate that I have to sit at my desk and play this game. <laughs> it's like, why did I buy it on my Switch? I could have just gotten it on Steam. It seems stupid. Yeah. It's it's a silly requirement. You know, at the very least, I would th- – well, I guess you could probably play it handheld, right? I would imagine that you can do the touchscreen. Yeah. It said – it just said for the best experience. And I don't want to play a game and have it, you know, not be the experience it should be. I don't know. It just, it seemed weird. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to work. I'm not going to play this now. <laughs> yeah, no. I may sense. eventually one day when I'm feeling ambitious and, and really curious about it, but I wasn't really that committed to wanting to play it. So I was like, yeah, never mind. I'm not going to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So, um, obviously I've been dabbling in Skyrim, but because we're in October, mm-hmm. uh, I wanted a spooky game to stream. Now, originally I played Layers of Fear Legacy. It was okay. It wasn't what I was hoping it would be. And I did say I wanted to play Layers of Fear 2. I was looking at the reviews of the game, and it seems like the first Layers of Fear game had better reviews than the second one. Oh, gosh. So being being I didn't love the first game, and I think partially it was because I did see somebody stream it like the, the first part of the game before. So I don't know if that ruined the experience, but just the ending in itself was really frustrating and irritating. If anybody watched the stream, I got a really crappy ending. It has multiple endings. I got a time loop basically as my ending. And I didn't realize it for about 20 minutes after playing through the time loop. I thought it was like a puzzle I wasn't figuring out. It made me very angry. Based on what I saw, they're all crappy endings. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, I did go back and I got a different ending. And even then it didn't make sense. I was like, okay, yeah. Like halfway through the game, halfway through the game, when I was playing the first layers of fear, they completely lost me. I didn't know who they were talking about anymore. I didn't know if they were talking about my character or the character's wife. It's it's weird. It it was just it a little too weird for me, I guess. I don't know. So I basically just Google searched best horror games on the Nintendo Switch because there's a lot of horror games out. And I was just like, what's the best one? It's like, just make this easy for me. And one of the ones on the list was a game called Observer. Um, and it's cyberpunk. I've been looking for a, a good cyberpunk game to play for a while. It's like a puzzle, mystery, horror, not really horror, but more thriller. Um, and so far I liked it. I, I picked it up. I started streaming it and, and so far it's pretty cool. It reminds me a lot of, it's like Blade Runner mixed with elements of Soma. Mm-hmm. I know we've talked about Soma before in the podcast. Fortunately, it's not on the switch, which it should be, but yeah, it's, it's very, I almost get like matrix vibes a little bit too. It's really mm-hmm. cool. Okay. <laughs> I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah. Um, so basically you play as this detective that's hired by this large corporation that basically owns everything. And you go through and and you're a detective and you somehow are now investigating your possible son's murder slash disappearance, maybe question mark. Pretty interesting. Nice. 
Yeah, yeah I've seen. I, I I think Observer is still on my wish list. It was one that I had marked because mm. it's been on this. It's been on the Switch for quite a while. I'm not uh, surprised though. You love Blade Runner, and this is very much. Yeah, that. And, I, <laughs> and I think the only reason I never uh, picked it up is because when I when I did see it, a lot of the reviews were kind of negative for it, and it still visually oh. it looked it looked amazing. It looked, but. You know, it's tough with reviews because you you know somebody Never somebody know. else's opinion isn't necessary, or they're they're reviewing it on such critical markers or whatever they're looking for, and specifically, mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily what I'm critiquing it against. So it's been on the wish list, but I've always had so many other things to play that it never felt like something I had to jump in on. So I'm excited mm-hmm. that you're playing it and you can let me know because yes, I, I got definitely got like the Soma visual look of it. The aesthetic of it felt like that. Yeah. To me. Um, maybe yeah. not necessarily the gameplay or story, but the, the look of it was very similar and it did seem sort of creepy and, and all of that stuff was was appealing to me. So I'm excited yeah. that you're playing it and you can let me know if it's, if it's yeah. worth actually grabbing. There's definitely a lot of uneasy things happening, like things that just make you like, okay, that's off. That's a little weird. Like I'm walking through this tenement building and there's an alarm going off and I don't know why. And then like the building's kind of shaking a little bit and I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. And it's that's a little cool. scary. Now, it's this, really cool. Yeah. Now, like because we are in the spooky season, you and I have talked about streaming spooky games. I assume this is are something you're going to stream completely or are you going to play it off and on or what are you thinking? If my computer doesn't turn off twice while I'm streaming again, I'm hoping to stream the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I know you were having technical yeah. issues. Yeah, I only got in about maybe 45 minutes total of the actual gameplay. Mm-hmm. But and it was and it sucked because it, because it's Halloween, it's like, yes, I want to stream this game. This is my Halloween game and I'll be streaming the whole thing. But I was really enjoying it so much and it made me so mad my computer was having issues because I just wanted to keep playing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what we're going to figure out my computer issue. I think I have to completely uninstall, reinstall the software we use and hopefully yeah. that fixes it. But I, yeah, you've so had far, that issue before I, I thought it was and sorted cool. it. Yeah. It comes back every once in a while. Seems like OBS and Macs don't get along very well. Surprise, yeah. surprise. Yeah. yeah. It's but the joys of streaming. It's the way it works. Really? That's, yeah. <laughs> Everything breaks at some point. Yeah. <laughs> As far as for me, uh, I've been, like I mentioned, I, I've been playing a little bit of the original Metroid and Super Metroid. Uh, I was just kind of dabbling with that a little bit. But then you have to jump into the NES online thing. And I, I just don't really enjoy it. I the, Like yeah. that whole interaction and like going to the Super Nintendo. You know what I wish I could do? from the NES online switch, whatever they're calling it. I wish I could mm-hmm. go in and download the game to my dock, like to my lineup instead of go into this app and then go from that. So you don't have like a middleman. So I don't have the stupid middleman thing. And, but mm-hmm. regardless, that's, you know, it, it, it didn't end up being what I wanted it to be. And the experience just wasn't what I was enjoying. So I'm just not going to even bother, especially knowing that they're going to have a yeah. recap and dread. I'll just go through the recap and, and do it that way. But Speaking of the holiday and the spooky time of year, I am Ooh. also going to be starting Ghostbusters. I've had it on my Switch for quite a while. I think I downloaded it a year or two ago and just didn't get around to it. And it's one of those games where it's like, no, I want to stream this because it's Halloween. This is what I want to do. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping to set up the stream and that will be what I play for the the month or however long it takes to beat it, I guess. And then if if there's still spooky time left, then I'll find something else scary. Um I'm excited to start that. In addition to that, I did download, we got a key for Man Eater, which is this, like you play as this shark and you go around trying to like eat everybody. And it reminds me of Jaws. (laughs) 
And I used to love, there was this game, it was Jaws that you could play, I think it was on the NES years ago, or maybe it was Super NES. Um, And you were the humans though, and you were hunting Jaws. Where in this game, I feel like, oh, now I get to be Jaws and I get to go around and kill everybody else. So I haven't gotten to play it very much, but I'm excited to check that out because we did get a key and I want to stream that potentially. So maybe when I do stream, I'll, I'll open with that just so we can all get a taste of what it's like and then get into Ghostbusters because I am so excited. Um, like I said, I it's, I love Halloween, so I'm excited to play some Ghostbusters. And I love Ghostbusters, so I'm excited to play. Who doesn't, really? Who doesn't? If you don't, why don't you write us and let us know? And you can do that <laughs> over at NintendoDispatch.com. You hit that contact button. You say, you know what? I don't love Ghostbusters, but I won't believe you because everybody does. If you want to watch us play the games that we've been talking about, you can do that too. You can go to twitch.tv forward slash Nintendo Dispatch and watch to your heart's content. If you want to chat with us about all of the things that you love, if you have questions about Nintendo, you just want to just want to talk, you can do that. You can go over to Twitter at Dispatch Podcast or Discord where our info is on the website and you can chat away. We love hearing from everybody. Like I said, we were just having a little chat about the games coming up and uh Christina was reminiscing about Circuit City on Discord and her fond memories of it. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it was funny. Uh, so yeah, anyway, feel free. Uh, we love to have you. And that has been your Nintendo Dispatch. <laughs>